Amanda Quick, what's my favorite thing to do as a grant pro? Oh, I can only imagine. Shooting down those grant deadlines. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> why am I not surprised? That is why we are so excited to have this episode sponsored by Grant Holster, a cloud-based grant process management system created by grant professionals for grant professionals. After years in the nonprofit and grant consulting field, Dana Schuler Drummond created Grant Holster, which lets you easily organize clients, projects, funders, tasks, deadlines, and so much more. Subscriptions are just $10 a month with the first month free, but for our listeners, you can get your first three months for free by entering H-A-Y-D-A-Y, all lowercase, as your coupon code at checkout. Visit grantholster.com to learn more and take advantage of this special offer. Then get busy shooting down those deadlines. Pew, 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 pew! Greetings, y'all. This is Kimberly Hayes-Namuga. And I'm Amanda Day. And you're listening to Season 4 of the Fundraising Heyday Podcast. We're doing more in Season 4 to help nonprofits, local governments, and the consultants who serve them raise more money and get more grants by sharing real-world experiences and interviews with experts in getting it done. You may hear a y'all or two along the way. I think you already did. Probably. Yeah. Um, and singing and strange sound effects. And there's more of us to love. Even more. If you just couldn't get enough of the cheesy singing and sound effects, we got more to love in season four because we're dropping episodes every other week, all year long. Let's get into it. This podcast is brought to you by Season 4 sponsor, D.H. Leonard Consulting and Grant Writing Services. Don't let grants stress you out. Their team can help you with grant readiness and training, grant research, grant writing, mock review, as well as providing numerous DIY resources, guides, and templates. Did you know that with every Fundraising Heyday episode, we create a coordinating blog post on their website, dhleonardconsulting.com. Check it out today. Once again, it's time for our annual Oprah moment. <laughs> <laughs> I give you the fundraising heyday favorite things episode. And you get a car. And you get a car. And you get a car. And other things. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, okay. Maybe not because our episode doesn't include awesome giveaways. But it's always fun to talk about our favorite things of the year. Yes, and I love it because this episode forces me to reflect on the past year, remembering all my favorite activities, shows I binged, books I've read, grand experiences I had. And this was especially perfect timing for me because the day I was working on this was the day I was supposed to just real quick drop my car off for an appointment to have a, the oil change and the tires rotated and I got there and the guy was like yeah do you have a ride home and I was like no I have an appointment I'll just sit here I've got my laptop and and he was like yeah only two of us showed up today we're behind schedule so you're gonna be here a while so I slipped it next door to the Chick-fil-a and I had my chicken biscuit and my half and half tea and I just got to instead of being stressed about the fact that the day was already going to pot that I could sit and reflect on my favorite things of the year. And that, there you that go. That did help calm me. So, especially then when I got the call that, oh, yeah, ma'am, your brakes are shot. You need new ones of those, too. What? It was a day, but I get a top ten favorite things, and I get to feel like Oprah today. So, 
She's pivoting, y'all. She's Breathing. pivoting and doing what needs and how, to and, be done. And I'm not dying because my brakes aren't bad anymore. So it's all good, oh, right? That they is were bad. good news. They were bad. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, anyway, so, I digress. It was my turn for a, a left turn <laughs> moment. <laughs> yeah, because I never do that, ever. So, so, but most of the time, our episodes are really steeped in the fundraising and grant world or something yes. adjacent. Um, the top 10 list isn't necessarily a list of all our favorite grant things, but... It's rather the things that keep us happy and healthy. Uh, burnout is a serious side effect of this chosen career, whether it's fundraising, grant writing, consulting, directing a nonprofit, running a nonprofit and being everything there because the, uh, multiple roles in a small space. Amanda and I both feel it's important to talk about all the things that bring us joy the things that keep us sane, and these are the things that we want to share with y'all. Exactly that. Now, before we dive in, I do want to let you know that while our top 10 episode is traditionally our final episode around the season, um, we've switched things up a little bit this year. Um, we recorded an Ask Me Anything workshop with our fellow podcaster Lucy Morgan at this year's Grant Professionals Association. Um, and we thought that would be a fabulous closing episode of the year and the way timing worked out. Um, so the good news is you're getting our top 10 today and there is still one more episode left of season four. So as if the day couldn't get any better. I know. Before mm. anybody panics and thinks, wait, no. season four is over. I'm no. sure our, we got one more for yeah, you. I'm, yeah. <laughs> so another reason, just another good reason to have a good day. So, but for now, let's go ahead and dive into our top 10. 10. And I'm going to start us off with something that I mentioned in our tech list podcast a few, I'm going to say a few weeks ago, perhaps a couple of months ago. And I had just gotten this tech tool and hadn't really used it yet to its fullest extent. Yeah, you were saying, we. I think it's going to be good, but I can't say for sure yet. Oh, girl. <laughs> You're in love, aren't you? I just want to be alone with my fresh books. <laughs> Put on a little music, light some candles. Is it very white? <laughs> it's, you know, it's just a lot of things. Um, and uh, this, so again, it's uh, Fresh Books. And this was a recommendation from a dear, dear friend and a wonderful grant professional, Bethany Planton, who is awesome. And I hope she hears this and hears how awesome I think she is because it's the truth. But she recommended this when I was perhaps bitching one day about paperwork because oddly, <laughs> you'd think that writing grants and fundraising and letters and such for more than 25 years, probably now you'd think I'd be um, a little more into my paperwork journey. Yeah. No, I, no, I'm just, <laughs> I, I can't stand it. I rebel against it. I don't like it, but invoicing is, is money and money's energy. So um, what I like about Fresh Books is it's quicker, it's streamlined, it's something that I can afford as a small business owner. And so I finally, you know, entered in all my little things and did all that I needed to do. And I was ready to invoice for this month. Amanda, how long do you think it took me to do this? I'm thinking like, it takes me, I think right now I have about five steady clients. I'm saying it probably takes me an hour to get all my invoicing done. Welcome to five minutes. <laughs> Fresh books, here I come. Seriously? Welcome. I know this, and this oh. is, they're not paying me, although if they wanted to, I wouldn't be opposed. So shout out Fresh Books sponsorship. But um, um, 
Yes, but now, again, like any system, it only works if you enter things in, like track your time. Yeah, which and I'm do, already doing. Which yes. So it's like I when I'm on it and I'm tracking and I'm doing it, it works. And, I yeah, I'm not like, wait a minute, there was this other thing about a thing. Wait, now, when did I send that? Was that last? I mean, these are the embarrassing things oh, that yeah. I would oh, do. Oh, I do the same thing. I'm like, did I bill for that yet? Yes, no, I got to go back and look. Not nope. anymore. Not anymore. So, yeah, Um and it's obviously it's digital and um, it generates the invoices for me. I can put my little logo on it and set up and it's, I'm just saying Lovely. a quick thing before we move on, I would also put out there, maybe it's a function of nonprofit mentality, but I was like, even when I was launching my business, I'm like, oh no, no, I'll just do it. I'll just do it this yeah. way. I don't want to spend this money. That's I'll crazy. I'll, I'll use the free version of things. Oh, I was... Kimberly Free Version Hayes de Muga. That was my <laughs> multi-hyphenated name for years. And now I'm like, no, if I'm paying for things, it's saving me money. If I'm not spending an hour, that's an hour more I can bill. Exactly. Or that's an hour sooner that I get to go hang out with my husband. Or that's an hour sooner I can go to the library. Watch the Great British Bake Off. Watch the Great British Bake Off. Um, yeah, or just ceaselessly monitor the weather app on my phone which i'm also like to do yeah i'm surprised that it isn't making your tap 10 list as much as you showed me this app today because i'm embarrassed but anyway Amanda, what's nice. what's next what you oh, got well it was funny as i was before i started my list i was looking at last year's list and last year i started off with stickers so i figured <laughs> In the vein of keeping it true, fun on my number one on my list. Um, so number two on our top ten list um, is live music is back. And um, if you know anything about me, you know I love music. I especially love seeing my favorite artists in person. It's to true. me, that I would rather have an experience at a concert than any other type of. That's how I would want to spend my money. Um, and so I'm so grateful that live music is able to be back. You know, they're still they're They've been able to do some things with masks and vaccine checks and different things. So I'm glad it's happening. Um, hoping people get to go and be safe and do it. Um, and so it's back and I really got to relive my youth this summer. I saw somebody who, <laughs> if you had told my 17 year old self that I would be seeing, seeing this lady and singing along to basically every song from her jagged little pill album. Oh yeah. 25 years later. Yes. I'm talking about the one and only Miss Alanis Morissette. Um, it was awesome. It was, I, I literally, I think if I closed my eyes, I would have been back in, at the time we lived in Illinois. My, I had a day bed. And I, do you remember when sponge painting oh, sure, was all the girl, rage? Yeah. Like my mom, because this is what I wanted. I had like mauve walls with a light pink sponge painted over it. It was, I was the bomb. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> actually, that's kicking you back a little bit into the 80s. But I feel oh, you, I feel your color choice. It, I'm not judging. That, that dusty. Oh yeah, it was, oh, I, I, mm. like I felt like I was back there, like just singing along. She, it was the 25th anniversary of Jagged Little Pill. And that's pretty much what she played. And my friends and I had the best time. Now to add to the funniness of all of this, um, one of my friends I went with, she often works the concert. Um, she she helps when there's incident reports. Okay. She um, she's not a police officer, but she works for um, the city's public safety department, and um, so she kind of sidelines that when there's concerts, that she, it, unless she wants to come to one, right? So the concert venue sends out to all the public safety and anybody volunteering at the events for each event. They kind of like, hey, you know, this is when the show starts. This is when this is happening, and then they also do like a quick write up of what they expect the crowd to be like, you know, certain concerts are going to bring 
sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know. I don't even know what you're going to say, but I just tickle me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's go just ahead. say she's shown me some printouts before of like, there's probably going to be a lot of psychedelic drug use. And so okay, to fair. be on the expect, there's going to, and there is, she's like, sadly, there are lots of overdoses at certain concerts. Oh, yeah. There are concerts that tend to have people drinking more and there's going to be a lot more fist fights just which is not what i'm laughing at no 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 not at all but it's just it's it's interesting to see what like this is what you say so for a lot of more sets the write-up was basically this expect to see a lot of middle-aged white women <laughs> who used to be angry in their youth but are not so much anymore <laughs> I I'm think like, that accurate. just puts it where it needs to be for all of y'all who aren't familiar with Alanis Morissette. Yeah. And if you've never listened to the awesome mess of this jagged little pill, go do it. Go check it out. But yes, that's so that's that's the first on my top ten list was seeing just someone that I just I mean, I wore that album out as a teenager. I had my <laughs> high school boyfriend who I had dated for all of high school break up with me while you ought to know was playing in the background. <gasps> if that's not the most appropriate one. You to know. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> we can't sing much of that because this is a family <laughs> no, podcast. Can't do that. Oh, but I used you... to sing along. Oh, sure. All of it. Sure. One hand in my pocket. Sure. I mean, just all, all the songs. It was middle-aged white ladies who used to be angry but aren't she anymore. She even sang, you know, that song. Do you remember back in the 90s when it was cool to have a hidden track? Where it would usually be oh. on the last song of an album. There would be like a two or three minute pause Mm -hmm. you think it was over but then suddenly and she had a hidden track she even her encore was a rendition of that bless her heart man she's like she's like i'm she's not angry anymore either but she's like you know what i'm gonna sing those songs for y'all yes and what i really love about her is she uses her platform for causes that are near and dear to her heart and one of ones you know she has fairly young children she's big into breastfeeding and being open about that um, but she's also, um, I forget the name of the organization, but d- um, the effects of postpartum depression okay, and other mental illnesses. And so there was lots of advertisement about that. And oh. so I appreciate that the the great writer nonprofit side of me was like, not only is she still cool, but she's using her coolness <laughs> for good. It's great. So, okay. So on a completely different. <laughs> yeah. It's, I guess it is a 180. Um, my second in our top 10 which is actually number three if you're keeping score at home because we're Going back alternating, yeah. is um, it's still walking outside with no headphones and no earbuds and it's just me and whatever's going on in my neighborhood, which it can be interesting, but usually not at that time in the morning. And I just, um, like this morning, um, <laughs> because I watched my weather radar on my phone, <laughs> I knew it was going to be raining. And I got out before it was light, you know, and I put on a white T-shirt so people could see me and uh, started walking. And there's just something magical about it. It uh, it clears my head. Of, of course, it gets me outside. Of course, it's good for you and all that other stuff. But there's something about it that also you're just walking my way through where my neighbors live. And I know that doesn't sound very deep and amazing, but it is. It's very yeah. powerful. And um, when I'm not judging, you know, who cuts their grass and who doesn't and all that, but it's just a way to stay in touch. And there's something magical to me about not distracting myself. I I love podcasts. We have a podcast. I love to listen to podcasts when I'm driving. I like to listen to them when I'm folding laundry mm-hmm. or when I'm cooking. But there's something about being outside in the early morning 
and there are plenty of birds. I live in the city, but there are plenty of birds. There's plenty of wildlife. There are dogs and kids waiting for their school buses. But there's something about hearing all that ambient noise. Yeah. There's something about it that I just find incredible. And if you've never tried it before, or if you do, you know, go outside or walk around and you always need to have something playing even, even, you know, jagged little pill. I mean, you know, yes. I'm just shout out to that, but I'm just, but I'm also saying, think about it for a second and maybe being alone with your thoughts is the final frontier yeah. um, for mental health and well-being is to sort of learn how to do that. So anyway, just thought I'd put that out there. Yeah. Taking a walk. Um, not, I was almost going to say, noise. With, yeah, right. with just, with just the ambient noise around you. Mm-hmm. And, of course, whatever noise is inside your head, which is deeply personal, and that's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> Excellent. I like it. Um, what I would say, too, I like that this was on our year list last year. You have been mm-hmm. very consistent mm-hmm. with your walking, and you found something that works for you, and you keep going. So I think that's brilliant. Okay. Um, so number four on my list um, I had a hard time figuring out how I was going to describe this because it really isn't a thing. It's kind of more of more of an action or a feeling, I guess. Um, but this year, in other years too, but especially this year, I've had the pleasure of introducing and connecting the right people together. Um, whether it was, you know, a grant writer who was looking for a contractor and mm-hmm. I knew somebody who was ready to needed some new work to do, or whether it was a friend that needed a new tech tool. And I knew somebody that provided that kind of service mm-hmm. or the website design or whatever. Um, I just, the past few months, I have had the pleasure of doing a lot of introductions in this way. And there is nothing that makes me happier when I hear from one or both of them, just like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for introducing this person. They're a perfect fit or this thing really worked out for me. Or or even if it's like it didn't pan out, but they were so lovely and I was so happy to meet a new person. And, you know, I think we're going to stay in touch. There may be some other things we do together later. Um, just, I just love that. And that happiness mm-hmm. I feel for that is even like, to me, it was almost, it's even more exciting than finding out I've won the grant. Um, and part of me is like, man, I love doing this so much. I wonder if there's a way I could make money to do it. But then I realized, yeah, that I wouldn't love it so much and it wouldn't bring me such joy because it would become this business model. And so you could be a matchmaker, 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 find me a find, catch me a catch. Oh yes. Show tunes. <laughs> um, so, but anyway, but that's just, again, not a big thing, but I just think as, as I get older, the thing is, it's been interesting to me. The things that bring me happiness are not the things that you know. It's not always the ooh, the shiny trinkets. It's I hear you. It's those kind of things, and so that has just it's it's made my top ten list. So I love being able to do that. It just made so. my little Grinch heart grow a little bit more. <laughs> two sizes. Oh, two sizes. Ooh. Nice. So something else that also makes my heart grow is um, I think it may have also been on last year, but you know what? I'm in it. It's working. <laughs> I'm here to tell you once again. Public libraries and the wonderful, fantastic people who work in them. Certainly during the height of the pandemic, um, the county where I live, they the, the library went silent for a minute while they were figuring stuff out. But then it was like, oh, you need to access some databases? We'll just do it from your home. Whereas before with some of these more proprietary databases like foundation directory and some other research databases and university subscription kinds of things, you had to maybe go into the branch that hosted that and then you could log in and do that. Well, 
during the pandemic, and this is not just my library system, my library system, it's everybody's, um, or many, many systems. So it was like this, this new conduit, this new way to, to get this information, to help connect people with more funding opportunities. Mm -hmm. And I love how they just got together and was like, they're like, Hey, we can't have people in here right now. It's not safe, but here are the things we can do. They're even like advertising, hey, come and hook up to our Wi-Fi in our parking lot. Come on down. Wow. Because, I mean, yeah, you know. It, it was and, available. Um, so now that the, they've reopened, then they had this this moment where you had to schedule an appointment and go pick up books. And I would go get a sack full of books because I, it just, the nerd in me was living for that moment. It's like, pick up for Kimberly Hayes. And it's like, then all this stuff comes out and um, all these lovely books. And of course... Um, audiobooks and ebooks you could also go completely online. Uh -huh. I still love a good book that I can hold in my hands. Yeah. I, I alternate between ebooks and audiobooks and library books. But the final thing is um I I'm doing fine. I'm getting fair market value for my work. We have a house. We have, you know, a lot of things that most people in the world will probably never have. But I also, as a taxpayer in my county, I deeply, deeply appreciate the thousands of dollars a year that the library saves me because this girl can read oh, yeah, you can. a book. Mm -hmm. And when I think an average book, I'm thinking now I'm looking, I'm, in, I'm like uh, getting a mental picture of, um, of, of in our bedroom. I have, uh, I actually have bookends where I stack my library books so I can peel through them. Yeah. I know because, but anyway, it works for me. When I'm not looking at the weather app. Um, and um, so anyway, so I might have five or six at a time, right? Yeah. You know, because I got three weeks to peel through them. And then each book can easily be retail 25 to $30 a pop. Oh, yeah. Well, you do the math. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's not only do I firmly believe that reading definitely made my life better, but it made me a better writer. It yes. enhances my vocabulary. It keeps my mind active, keeps me off the streets, whatever. But um, yeah, library, saving thousands of dollars a year mm -hmm. and, and books and other entertainment. So I'm just saying a lot of times as we get older, um, the libraries are like, that's where my mom took me as a kid. If you were lucky enough to oh, yeah. have a mom who did that for you or could do that for you, or you had a library around you. But as you get you know, more mature in your career or in your family life, I would just say don't forget about them because it's an incredible wealth of information. Mm -hmm. And as someone who oftentimes needs to find strange data or strange unusual facts, there are people who went to school to do that. Graduate school, they got degrees, they're sitting there. And you know what? They're public employees, so they're there for you. So they'll I'm just saying, yeah. libraries, get on it. Well, and I'll kind of piggyback too on you talking about, you know, the reading makes you a better writer, expands your vocabulary. I would even say whether you are a fiction or a nonfiction reading reader, it also just expands your knowledge oh, yeah. of so many things. And yeah. one of the things, and I, I, this is kind of, this is public library adjacent. I would say that. <laughs> it's never stopped it, us before. Get on I, that. Get on that train. But one of the things I love about being in a book club, which I'm in two book clubs because. This is true. We're, we're Grant writer reading nerds and I love it um, is that it forces me because both of my book clubs I'm in every person takes a turn picking what book we're reading sure and so people don't always have the same types of reading styles or oh, books yes. that they love and it forces me to read books that I never ever ever would have picked up before um, and so but I'm 
I'm getting a different perspective on things. Um, one of the books we just read in the book club, Kimberly and I ran, I think it's her pick too. I picked was... it. I picked it. I picked out that book. <laughs> the Last Revival of Opal and Nev. And Y'all, I'm, it's so good. I'm forgetting who it's by. Oh, Lord, you said that and now her name went out of my mind. But oh, it's no. it's Opal and Nev. The Last Revival of Opal and Nev. But anyway, all I have to say is it it's a work of fiction. Let's just say the first chapter... She wrote it. It sounded so real to me that I assumed it was at least historical fiction. And I'm online trying to find out more about it only to discover that, no, it's a completely work of fiction. Did you get her, her It's name? a work of fiction. It's, um, it's written by Donnie Walton, D-A-W-N-I-E Walton. And she's a, a black woman writer and the, her work is fantastic and you should check it out. Oh, it was just, it, it it talks about the music scene, which is interesting. It talked about New York in the fashion industry in the 70s. Most importantly, it talks about some of the race and other systematic problems our country has been having forever and ever. But it just, it was so fabulous. But it's also about creativity oh, and um, artistic journeys and um, just really well done, entertaining um Completely recommend it. So glad you liked it. Yeah. So, but, and you're, if you're like, I'd love to read that. Guess what? You can go to your library <laughs> and get it. Now there may be a wait list because it is a popular book, but um, yeah, the library books and reading are always going to be somehow on our list because yep. that's how we roll. Um, okay. So number six on my list is um, because, you know, clearly we are a fan of podcasts. Clearly. We do one ourselves. Um, is a podcast I have been enjoying immensely lately, um, one that is called This Land. Um, I really am striving to make choices in both the books I'm reading and the podcasts I'm listening to that will expand my knowledge and understanding of things that really I just I don't have firsthand knowledge about. I don't know a whole lot about. I want to learn more about to just for my own knowledge, to be a better person, whatever you want to call it. Um, the podcast currently has two seasons. They're hosted by Rebecca Nagel, who is a citizen of Cherokee Nation. The first season was talking about a murder trial that was making its way to the Supreme Court that was going to have far-reaching impacts on Native land in Oklahoma. And just some just the history behind all of that um, it's just, I learned a whole bunch of things about our country, our ancestors, just things I wish I had learned in school when I was younger, right? Um, their second season. Imagine that. Their second season, um, which I'm in the middle of listening to, um, is covering the treatment of indigenous children over the years. Um, there's a court case happening right now that threatens the Indian Child Welfare Act, mm -hmm. which there's a lot to do with that act. I believe Jimmy Carter signed that act mm -hmm. into law um, when he was president. And the one of the parts of this act was that if there was a child in the foster care system, that they would basically do everything in their power to have that child adopted back into an indigenous family. Um, so he could, could, he or she could continue to understand the heritage and culture and all those things um, about their lives. Um, but there was a family that had been fostering a little boy. I forget which tribe he was from. Um, and when it was time for adopting, they were not going to get to adopt him. And they were very upset about that. Um, and so 
they they initially lost the case to be able to adopt him, but some very heavy hit hitters in the world hmm. jumped on board and saw it as a way to maybe bring down this act and change things the world over. So, um, like I said, I'm still listening, so I haven't heard the whole story yet, so I'm not going to go any more there. But it just, again, it's one of those things to learn about things that you don't hear in your day-to-day. You know, it's not something I you see on TV normally or those kinds of things. And plus, it's such a well done podcast um i learned something but it's fascinating and it's Mm -hmm. interesting and i have been tearing through the episodes so this land i have an adjacent related to the library okay Okay. so a book that talks about um not that particular native american or indigenous experience but is a it's a young adult work of fiction that's extraordinary that is where all the main characters are from um, this this tribal community is called Firekeeper's Daughter. Mm-hmm. And it's phenomenal. It's by Angeline Booley, B-O-U-L-L-E-Y. It was actually one of um, Reith, Reith, boy, Reese, Reese Witherspoon. Witherspoon. That's a nice tongue twister. Yes. Reese Witherspoon, YA Club Picks, um, which is not how it first came to my attention, but it's getting a lot of it. It's just really, really well done. And um, I think I may have listened to the audio version of that, which okay. was also really well done. It's Firekeeper's Daughter. And I think you should check it out. Get a copy at your local library, why don't you? Look at this. This is like the top 10 bonus <laughs> things. <laughs> That's a top 10 adjacent thing. Yes. Um. So, again, uh, 180, and something that may be an unpopular choice uh, for my next uh, part of the top 10 that was not the bonus, which was just the book that I mentioned. Um, I just, what's really helped me stay connected so much over this past year has been um, the, the free and low-cost video meeting platforms. I know everybody's like, Zoom, no, no. But Amanda and I, through Google Meets, Google our overlords, Google Meets, um, and also I fully realize that when something's free, you're the product. I get that they're yes. gathering information. I get all that. I accept that. I'm moving on. But um, It works for us. So we're it good. works, and we're, I'm like, what are they going to say? Oh, she reads a lot of books, and she likes the weather app. Okay, let's, yeah. But anyway, that's my life's not very exciting, but I do realize that by participating in these free platforms, I am the product, just like anybody else. But I'm telling you, it, they're, fa- they're fantastic. The quality is great. It's allowed me to work with... Um, nonprofits across the country and all sorts of different ways that fit their budget that meet my needs the quality has been awesome it's allowed amanda and i to track our progress and our podcast i feel like we've been able to do even more this year mm-hmm. and i'll talk about that um coming up but i'm just really grateful for the way that technology has advanced to sort of meet these needs and also i think that um I mean, yes, there are drawbacks. Clearly, the best way to build relationships is to probably be there in person. Yeah. Just like Amanda said the, uh, in, a, in another podcast, the best way to her, her first choice for conferences is to be there and experience everything and feel all the feels. But having this, I can't imagine what the pandemic would have been like, not only in terms of relationships, but also in terms of getting things done without these platforms. Yeah. And obviously... You can get what you pay for. I am a proponent of choosing appropriate technology to help you out. 
Um, but I'm just really grateful to these these things and the uh, the availability. I understand that there are rural areas where there's not good internet access, and also for people who do not have stable housing, do not have stable Wi-Fi, this also doesn't help them, but it does help a lot of people, and so I'm grateful for it, and it's been one of my favorite things this last year. Very good. Well, if you're keeping track, we're now at number eight on nope. our top ten nope. list. Um Mine has been, um, it's kind of uh, not just this year, but my past two years, I have served as president of the Grant Professionals Association. And, and I would say that service has been one of my favorite things because I've learned a lot and I've experienced a lot. Um, I still have one more year left on mm -hmm. my term mm -hmm. on the board, but this will be my last year as president. Um, things that have been helpful for me, every job I've ever had, I've never had staff to manage. I, you know, I've it's just, it's been oh, me, right? right? So I've right, never right. had that experience. I, um, and so, and, and I can't even say managing staff. The GPA staff is amazing, but it's, it still is interesting. I've had to do, um, reviews of our executive director. I've had to handle and lead board meetings. I've had to speak in front of our organization at places. And so it just, that type of service has allowed me to experience some leadership things that mm -hmm. I haven't experienced within my workplace role. Um, which, you know, it's serving me well, both in my own business. And one day, if I ever got crazy and decided to go back and work for an organization, <gasps> you know, I'd never say never. Um, I'd say pretty not very <laughs> likely. I like what I'm doing now, but again, you know, you never know. Um, but it's just, it's giving me some experiences I wouldn't ever have to do. And I've, because it is something that's new for me, I just have tried to treat it like, okay, if I was working with a board member, how would I want them to treat me? And I, I hope that has come across with both my fellow board members um, and any of the staff and volunteers, because GPA relies heavily on volunteers, hoping that has um, shown through that. But I've, I've learned a lot. It's been worth, you know, it's been work. There's, you know. It's a <laughs> lot of work. There's hours. Hours are put in. There's thought. There's a lot of activity going on. But um, I've enjoyed it. And y'all, she's done a great job. This is my last well, year on the board and she's been fantastic. And well, it might not surprise you that a lot of things I think around leadership, you know, it's, it's yes, having a vision, but in the getting things done part of your life, it's also managing people's expectations, mm -hmm. their different work styles and personalities and all those things. So good on you. Yep. Thanks. Good on you. So this next one is going to be kind of a hard one for me to talk about, but it's just the truth. And I would say it's it's not something that I love, like my public library, but it's something that is very, very important. And it's it gets me to, well, yeah, it, it, even it gets me to the things that I really want. And um, it's freedom through planning, freedom through a framework of sorts. And... Um, it for years I was like no I'm creative I'm especially when I was in my twenties and thirties I'm a free spirit I'm I I'm I'm doing this I'm doing that these things will happen people who who plan you know they just miss out on things in life and it's like really a lot of times now I'm like look back and go okay I feel you but when I, now when it's like I make the time for the things that are truly important to me I find that I get those things done and it feeds my soul and brings me joy and um also helps my business grow so that then i can go and do the things yeah. that i that i want to do and be and it sounds kind of basic and it sounds like a lot of work and it is 
And even now, even um, freedom to plan, even planning out meals and thinking about things so that I can make healthier choices, so that I can be nicer to my body, so that my body can walk further and lift more weight and do all the things. It's for years I so resisted that until I guess really maybe it started in 2020, but 2021 I'm like, here, you know what? You can have all the freedom and creativity in the world but you need a framework for helping you move forward because mm -hmm. for all my big talk about all the creative things that bring me joy, girl, I could throw down on YouTube and three hours of my life are gone. And I can't even tell you what I watched. Well, cat actually, videos. actually, I <laughs> no, actually, oddly, it's not cat videos. What is it? Oh, Oh, this is what, this is my version of the cat video. Those, um, um, there are people who go to thrift stores, right? They shop uh -huh. and then they resell on yeah. eBay or they go to flea markets or mm -hmm. they own booths or rent booths in antique stores. I think it's because it's something I want to write about yeah. in my fiction that I can watch those for hours, especially during the hardcore lockdown or like, I'm a little more cautious about mixing and mingling in general. So, but I was yeah. like, Oh, I'm going on a trip to a thrift store in Ohio. Oh, look, there's some Fenton glass. I, I don't even know how to spell Fenton, right? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> but what I'm saying is if my free spirit yes. would drag me down that rabbit hole for hours and hours watching that. Whereas if I'm like, mm, here's my day, here's my block of time for mm -hmm. this, here's my block of time for that. Here's my grocery, here are, here's my grocery list, here's my meal plan, here's my... um novel writing group that meets once a week. So I got to get on it because I'm not yeah. going to be the loser that has nothing to talk about. Um, Here's all the stuff Amanda's making me doing for the podcast. Cause we're gonna <laughs> well, I mean, it's from everything yes. from, um, yeah, we scrum, we, we scrum, I'm a scrum master and a product owner and all these things, all these things that for years I'm like, oh, that's just for nerdy loser people. Well, welcome to nerdy loser co-host Kimberly Hazemug. How are you? <laughs> Right um, there with you. So I have to do multi layers of this, which is why I don't have one particular favorite thing. It's just the act of finding a framework that works. Mm -hmm. So Amanda and I use Scrum. I use Scrum personally to move uh, projects forward. I have a bulletin board that I use for Scrum. That's I know I've talked about it before. That's decorated. Um, the to do, doing, and done are separated by old Christmas ribbon that I use thumbtacks on. And then I have online. I use Miro online to move things forward. I use Google Calendar and I also use a passion planner, um, which is a, is a planner that um, they, they have a social enterprise aspect that I really like. Like you, you know, you buy a planner, they give a planner away. They have lots of free downloads. They try and make their products accessible. And so I can have some freedom to be creative, but I don't have that. Like I don't have to have a PhD in bullet journaling to use. Yeah. Um, and I use all those things. And when I don't, things get off kilter. But when I do, I have this freedom to pursue things that I really want to pursue because the daily activities of family and life and business and other things are, are managed within this framework. So a complicated shout out, a conceptual yes. shout out to I, this, but anyway. That's okay. That's where I'm feeling it. I like it. Excellent. Well, we've made it to Number 10, y'all. Um, this one may sound self-serving, but if you'll bear with me, you'll see I, I am going someplace with this. But, you always um, go someplace. Go I on try, now. Go on now. Um, but at the beginning of the year, we, as in the Fundraising Heyday podcast. Oh, I got to stop you right there. 
We as in Amanda. <laughs> but credit where credit is due. You're sweet. Well, we started a Facebook page for the podcast, um, and it's slowly growing. And I really am um, enjoying getting to know our listeners on there because, you know, through here, it's just we know you're out there because downloads are happening. <laughs> we, we hope are you're so out there. grateful <laughs> yeah. for those of you who download. We occasionally get emails. We get interaction when folks... Um, review uh, on yep. Apple Podcasts, yep. which um, keep them coming, please. Um, so that's nice. So I really am enjoying the interaction there. Um, and so my fave is on Fridays. We've got a thing where we, you know, what are you celebrating this week, big or small? Um, so people talk about, you know, grant awards or grant submissions or new hires or, you know, maybe it's just I took a training and it was awesome. Or it could just be I took Friday off and it was glorious. And it was awesome. You know, but just <laughs> to celebrate the big and small wins with one another. Um, I, I really like seeing people are starting to use it as a place to come for questions, you know, like, Hey, I'm looking for this or how can I do that? Um, which is, that's really what that community was meant to be. So if you don't know about that, we'd so love to have you join us. Just, you know, if you're on Facebook, it's the fundraising heyday community. Um, it's a private page, but ask to join and I'll let you in. And, um, <laughs> You can talk to all your grand friends. So nice. it's, a, it's a community I hope that continues to grow as our show grows as well. So I, I enjoy it. And thanks for starting that because straight up, y'all, I'm not on Facebook. Yeah. Again, in a move that should surprise absolutely <laughs> no, one. no one. And Amanda's worked hard to, to make that happen. And so I really appreciate you. Thank you. You should, you should have been number one on my top ten. Oh same hmm. which is that's just an understood it's an understood we are each other's okay. number one list okay there you go so <laughs> another year another list another uh set of tangents um some really bad singing uh <laughs> hope i hope that you are finding this as delightful as a listener as i found it as a co-host yeah well, I'm a fan, clearly. Um, um, but then when half the list is mine and the other half is yours, I really hope that's the case. <laughs> so we hope you found new things to check out or maybe new concepts to think about, new ideas, or maybe you were just nodding along because you're a super smart person and you already did all those things and you're like, y'all are cute, you're just catching on. We'll take that. It's all yes. good. Um, we'd love to hear from you about our list or any other items that you'd like to add to it. Um, you can email us at fundraising heyday. That's fundraising h a y d a y at gmail dot com. Yep, and we'd like to add one more little bonus addition to ding, our ding, favorite ding, ding. list because bonus, bonus, bonus. Just like we always want each other to be on our list. Our sponsor, D.H. Leonard Consulting and Grant Writing Services. Yes. They are fabulous to us. Um, we so appreciate all the things that Diane and Megan and the whole team over there, they do. They help our show reach a wider audience. They help bring some of the guests we've had on here is because they've helped make some introductions for us. Oh, yeah. Um, and we just couldn't be happier, prouder mm -mm. to have... And more honored. Yes, to have folks like that who are willing to help make the show happen because without their support it would be, It'd be impossible to make yeah. this happen because yeah yeah podcasts just don't happen by themselves folks <laughs> although we do enjoy them it does take work and we're just happy that they believed in us and that you believe in us um to keep this rolling because we really really enjoy doing it yeah. so as always thank you for listening 
We wouldn't do it without you. We couldn't do it without you. Please do leave a review of Fundraising Heyday on Apple Podcasts to help spread the word, let other people know about what we're doing. And we're just honored that you chose to spend time with us. And we'd love for this podcast to be part of your professional development lineup. Thank you again to our season four sponsor, D.H. Leonard Consulting and Grant Writing Services. We appreciate their support in making grants less stressful. Visit their website, dhleonardconsulting.com, to download their latest free resources today. Thanks again for joining us. We hope that you have a fabulous and happy Thanksgiving. May you be surrounded by loved ones, safely, of course. Um, Only if it works for you well, in your context. True. If you want to be alone, be alone on Thanksgiving. Do, be who you are. Yes. And enjoy it. Enjoy all the good eats, whether it's turkey or vegetarian variety. Sweet potatoes, we don't know. Enjoy all the things. Um, we really do appreciate all your support. Um, in two weeks is Thanksgiving, so we're not dropping an episode. So four weeks from today, we will share the results of our Ask Me Anything session with fellow podcaster Lucy Morgan. That's Ask Me Anything about grants and fundraising, just to be clear. <laughs> not Kimberly's downtime with her fresh books. Um, That's so. just between me <laughs> and F. But we can't wait for you to hear that episode. So uh, we'll see you in four weeks, friends. Bye for now. Bye.